Good morning, everyone. Hello. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, wherever your day is, whatever you're doing. Welcome. I'm going to be talking about the three different areas of the brain today. The three different areas of the brain. There's an emotional brain, there is a human brain, and there's a computer as part of your brain. We sometimes use these different areas for different aspects of our life. We use one area to act out on raw emotion, sometimes not the best thing to do, but it helps in very certain situations. There's another part of your brain called the human brain. In essence, it's the human brain. So you can, you can view the psychological mind made up of three different components, like I said. Um, the emotional brain responds extremely quickly to stimulus. Um, it thinks completely independent of the human brain and the computer, and it just triggers instant thoughts and feelings and like I said, it can be massively helpful in, let's just say, a fight or flight response, or it can be massively destructive. Um, the human brain is a rational part of your brain. This is the part of the brain that I don't use enough, and I think I have too much of the, the, uh, <laughs> the emotional response sometimes. However, I'm still trying to utilize and think before I speak and not act out on these emotions. So this is the analytical part of the brain and it processes information. Um, it's considered like a, it's a factual way before eliciting any action that the emotional response will, will create, the emotional brain will create. And then of course you have the last part of your brain, which is uh, a kind of like a computer. And that's where information is stored. So this is where you are you know, thinking about past experiences or learned behaviors and then you can implement those in your future um, areas. So if you're in a situation in the future and you remember something from your past, you'll utilize your computer to make sure that you don't um, fuck it up, essentially. And there we go, I swore. <laughs> I was trying not to today. Um, so you, the most important thing that you, you got to understand is that the chimp brain or the the emotional brain has been around for millions and millions of years. And it's way, 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 way faster than the human brain. It's about five to ten times faster. So it's predominantly in control most of the time. A, a really good question that I, I like to ask myself is, am I in control of this situation? Can I control this situation? Is it in my control? If it's not, then that starts to silence the chimp brain um, way more. But like I said, the, the, the chimp brain is so quick to receive at and act on information and stimuli that the human brain gets squashed by the, the gorilla or the chimp. Um, so they are they're in a constant battle all the time. Again, like the, the, the chimp brain, it's like you're in a in a in a jungle or in a in a forest, it relies on instincts. It relies on your drives. It will quickly go into the fight and flight mode. You know when you sense change or danger. And that's why I like to say, you know, am I in control of the situation? Do I have any control over the situation? So you can. Here's an example. You can look at it as like going into a room full of strangers. Okay. Most emotional brains will 
turn, run away. <laughs> you know, the, they might feel threatened, a bit insecure. And some will literally stay there, like they find the social interaction difficult, they it causes high anxiety, um, while other people might go into fight mode. And they want to establish their presence with um, a confidence, um, an era of confidence. So this is where the human brain can step in, assess the situation very calmly and factually, so that it enables a, a rational, appropriate, course of action that you can take in that particular situation, whether it be in a, a room full of uh, strangers that you've never met before, or whether it be, uh, you know, a, if you're going to be bungee jumping or something stupid like that, you know, the human brain can assess, whereas the chimp brain will go into fight or flight. So I guess what you can do is what I've learned to do very recently is train your emotional brain uh, or your gorilla brain whatever you call it that's been around for millions of years and it's the predominantly the strongest obviously it's going to take take control most of the time but the most obvious way to control that is by giving it a reward so when your gorilla brain wants to react in a dysfunctional way you guide it to a productive behavior or a positive reward now there's like a really good example that I can give to implement that positive reward for the chimp. So let's just say there's a situation, right? The obvious lure for the chimp is like you want to watch TV, but your human brain is your human brain is saying, "Ah, oh, I need to paint my room." So you could hit. It's like you you could use it as a double-edged sword, right? You could say, "Mate, can you come around today?" And then after we can watch a movie. It's like giving the 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 gorilla a the gorilla brain a banana, and you're feeding it. You're keeping it silenced, and that's a really good strategy to silence the gorilla brain, and also make the human brain slightly stronger and create those neural connections um, to make sure that we have almost like a balance because a balance is what you need. So then moving on to the computer, as discussed earlier, we, do, we, we talked about the computer as it stores really important parts of information that we use in the future. So when we have a positive experience, we want to repeat that positive experience over and over again. But when we have a negative experience, we want to try and never have that experience ever again. Every, every part of our mind, everyone's mind is wired completely differently from everyone else's. We have to remember that. So some person's negative experience might be someone else's positive experience. It's how we view these experiences um, in, a, in a in different way. Most people have this Snow White kind of mentality. And that's like a mentality which is completely innocent. You know, you're a passive victim at the hands of others. And, you know, you're completely devoid of all responsibility and accountability. I know, you know, my... Yeah, I used, I used to know somebody very, very well that had this kind of mindset. <laughs> it was quite quite annoying, but it's quite funny. So this person, they're going to avoid they're going to avoid accountability for decisions. They won't accept responsibility for their own actions. You know, they'll view themselves as incapable of changing anything, and you know, leeching onto other people's feelings and emotions for their own pleasure. Um, 
So the Snow White, you know, is a typical brain um, that we want to try and avoid. Like a typical response from a Snow White brain is when somebody asks, you know, a genuine question of what's wrong, and they'll be like, uh, oh, I shouldn't have to tell you, you should know, uh, or something, or, you know, it, oh, oh, don't worry, it's nothing. Because um, when you challenge Snow White, they'll either become passively aggressive or they just won't tell you and it's, you know, they're accusing you of something when it's completely their own problem. And that, you know, many people will, I'm sure so many people have encountered that kind of mindset. So what's the solution to that? Well, you can be encouraged to understand how the mindset has kind of formed. So it's, as the computer has gained the computer part of the brain has gained more and more negative events, you know, accumulating over time. It reinforces their low self-worth, their personal lack of control over, over events, um, and it's just continually, continuously just bringing this person down. So if you reverse using the human brain, thinking that Snow White, you can see how, you know, they're working instead of acting out on your emotions, you can see how they're working by using the human brain. At the end of the day, some people can't be changed. Some people just won't want to change because they think they're in the perfect mindset. They're, they think they're absolutely perfect. They think they have a God complex. Some people do anyway, not most people. Some people are reluctant to change. Some people are completely devoid of, like I said, all accountability for their own mistakes. So, if we learn to effectively understand how we can use the human brain to rationally think and not act out on our emotions, remember, think before you speak. Ask yourself these you know, questions about if it's in your control or if it's not. We can then like improve our brain massively to prevent these snow white mentalities from happening essentially. And we can use our computer to view experiences as mostly positive because I like to view things as only positive now. Not negatives, but positives. Because you will draw positivity from other people if you're positive and not negative. Anyway, I think that's uh, going to wrap up for today. I hope that gives you an understanding of how our brain works. But yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. I will catch you on the latest episode. Um, we're probably going to be talking about anxiety this time. I haven't actually been able to do anxiety, but I'd really like to be able to talk about it because I know it affects so many different people.